Welcome to the Women's Business Workshop podcast. This is Robin Walker, your host. Today, we're going to be talking about summer for business owners. I can hear the birds chirping outside, some planes going overhead, and it is just calling me to go play outside. Summer is a great time to be your own boss. However, there are so many distractions that can get us off track. Those of you who are parents, kids are home for the summer. We want to spend time with them. They want to go do all the things, go hang out with their friends. Some of them have jobs we have to drive them to. So many things that can disrupt our work day. And even if you don't have kids or are in that fun grandparent stage, there's every fun thing you can imagine is happening in the summer. You can go to the beach, there's concerts, there's hanging out on your deck, graduation parties and weddings, going hiking. There's so many fun things that can distract you. But the reality is, is we can't afford to take a whole quarter off. Summer is three months and that is equivalent to a quarter. So imagine if you're only really putting out full force for 75% of your year not going to work. We still have bills that are coming in and you guys have been working hard all winter and all spring and you want to keep that momentum. You don't want to lose your business momentum and then start fall behind. So I'm going to do a three-part series for you guys about being an entrepreneur or a business owner over the summer. We're going to talk about how to stay focused over the summer, how to set a goal that you can actually stick with, and then we're going to talk about when do you work, what are the ideal times for you to be having office hours, and how do you set those up, and then lastly, what can my kids be doing while I'm working, whether that's toddlers or teens, in the summer that is a factor. So we're going to have a whole episode on what you can do to keep them occupied. In the meantime, I do have a download for you. It is a summer survival quick book. It has some worksheets in there for you to work through to help plan your summer. And it also has some amazing activity sheets for toddlers through teens on things that they can do on their own to keep busy this summer. You can find that at bit.ly slash summer quickbook. Robin is a wife and mom to three teenagers, two dogs, and a betta fish. She is a fifth-generation entrepreneur with over 15 years of experience creating, building, and running businesses. She keeps it real about raising kids while building a company and gives you the strategy and accountability to finally quit winging it. Her mission? To help you build your business strategically so you can have more financial stability and, in return, more flexibility and time with your family. So we're going to dive right in today and talk about summer. I've been working from home for probably 15, 16 years. And summer was always one of the hardest times for me. My husband works a lot of hours in the summer. We live in a touristy area. So there is a ton of fun lake stuff going on all summer. And I had to try to keep my work hours while having all the kids home. So over the years, I've figured out a lot of life hacks, a lot of work hacks, and I've also done some research on what works best for goal setting, how to stay focused, and how to eliminate your distractions. 
So this whole episode is going to be how to set a goal for summer and how to set yourself up for success and to stay focused. Now, whether this goal is something big and new or just maintaining your business while still having fun with your family, we're going to talk about how to make sure that happens. So I guess we should start with why is summer different? Now, we all kind of know. We've talked about all the distractions earlier about all the fun things that you can do in the summer. Uh, For people who live in the Midwest, like myself, this is finally, hopefully we're still waiting around here, but hopefully it will finally be warm enough to go do all the fun things that the Midwest offers. I live in a lake community and there is so much to do. That being said, it's really harder to stay on task when there's all these distractions and all of these temptations. They all sound fun. I think what's at the heart of it is that things that we find important, things we value, conflict with our work schedule more often in the summer. If you're a mom or a grandmother, The kids are home, they're off of school, and you really value your time with them. Most of us and most of the people in our audience, that is a personal value to them, uh, to be a good mom, to be a good grandmother, a good aunt or good friend. And it is harder to say no in the summer when kids are home and you want to spend that quality time with them. And that goes the same for friends and family. If your niece is getting married, it's really hard to say, no, I'm not coming to the wedding because I have, I have to record a podcast episode. Obviously, that's not what we're going to do, but there's so many things we have to decide if it's a yes or a no in the summer. And we value our fa- family. We value our friends. So it's not just deciding if we're going or not, but it's all of a sudden this thing is going to take up some of the time we have allotted for work and where are we going to put that work time elsewhere? And you and I both know if you're going on a week long vacation with your family, you are not just taking seven days out of your regular schedule. How many days does it take to pack a family of five for a road trip or going to stay somewhere else? You have quite a bit of time on the front end and then you have all that re-entry goodness, <laughs> we'll say, that comes after you get home. Nobody's on the right sleep schedule. There's no groceries in the house. All of the laundry is not done. You have a bag of sandy and wet swimsuits that you, know, you forget in the car for a week. There is a lot to do on both ends of a vacation. So all of those things are eating up our work time in the summer. There's just more pulling at our attention, and it really has to come from somewhere. So it is more vital than ever in the summer to plan ahead, prioritizing your time, setting expectations for the family, and expectations for your clients and the people who are paying you to work with them or to provide a product or service. You cannot risk having your business reputation or your customer service suffer in the summer and lose those clients for the rest of the year or have them not give a referral because of how things went down when you were coming back from Disney World. (laughs) 
the first step to really planning ahead. And I challenge those of you who say, I'm not a planner. I just want to have fun this summer. You can still have fun. And it actually gives you more freedom for fun if you do plan ahead. So the number one thing that I suggest for you to do is set a goal for the summer. This could just be maintaining your current business activity. It could be increasing revenue or maybe taking on a task-related goal. But I want you to pick one. Those of you who have heard me speak or who are in the impact group, you know that I really, really stress picking one goal to focus on. You can brainstorm as many as you'd like and narrow down to which one is the most strategic. In fact, I would recommend that. But you really should pick one and stick with it. It is almost humorous <laughs> the times when I work one-on-one -on -one with someone and we are focused on a goal and I'm holding them accountable and I get little messages about what about this thing? What about that thing that are totally unrelated? It takes your eye off the prize. And in summer, you need to stay focused on one thing. That way, if you end up going to the water park for the day and you get home and you have one hour while the kids are napping before dinner starts and you can work on one thing for that hour, you need to have a very strategic and focused plan that you can go tap into to work for that hour. So you don't spend your time scrolling and wondering what do I work on next and thinking I really should be working on something, but I'm not really sure what. And then you end up doing something that really is not progressing you towards completing your goal. So pick one thing. And guess what? If you crush this goal and finish it right away, I give you permission to go on to a second goal. But pick one and stick with it. It is important to post your goal. I know this seems silly. It doesn't seem like it really makes that big of a difference. Scientifically, it actually does. According to a Forbes article, there are two reasons that writing down your goal and posting it makes a difference. One is you are putting it in external storage. So you are taking it out of your brain and putting it onto the post-it note. I know you guys, you have a lot going on in your brain. We all do. The more you try to keep it all in there, the harder it is to remember things and to remember what you're focusing on. So get it in that external storage, which just is a fancy name, putting it on a post-it note. But secondly, when you put it up somewhere where you can see it, now your brain's taking that second step of encoding that information every time you see it. It is putting it into your long-term memory. It is helping you remember it and not just forget it somewhere else. So there's two steps. It's writing it down and posting it somewhere where you will see it often. And I will tell you, teenagers or tweens, they are going to hold you accountable. If you put this post-it on the fridge saying what your one goal is, I'm guessing your family's going to ask you about it. They're going to hold you accountable for it. And they're going to say, how's that going, mom? Because now it is their turn. <laughs> it is their turn to ask you about your goals, just like you ask them about school and grades all year long. <laughs> so beware. But that accountability is huge. So the second step after you decide this goal, and I, I do want you to make sure you took time to see that this goal is actually strategic. If you are not sure, let's jump on a call quick and see 
if that really is the best goal that's going to make the biggest difference for you right now, because I don't want you wasting what little time we have in the summer uh, to do our work. The Women's Business Workshop Podcast is brought to you by... Are you looking for some more accountability in your business? How about a strategic action plan to achieve your goals? Maybe wondering if the goal you chose is actually the right goal to help grow your business this year? Join us in the Impact Membership Circle. We're going to help you walk through what is the best strategic goal for your business in order to grow, what is your strategic action plan and set of steps you need to take, and then we're also going to offer you the accountability of a small group mastermind as well as a larger group training to help you actually follow through and achieve your goals in 2019. Right now we're forming mastermind groups for the next six-month session. If you're interested, please go to womensbusinessworkshop.com and look for the Impact Membership tab. Let's make 2019 your best year in business yet. Welcome back to the Women's Business Workshop podcast with Robin Walker. So secondly, I want you to ask yourself, what's going to get in the way of getting this goal completed. And I really want you to be honest about it. Take some time and brainstorm and just brain dump everything and anything you could think of that might get in the way. Now I'm not doing this so that you have excuses or you are thinking of all the negative things around your goal. That's not why we're doing this. We're doing this to keep it realistic. Keeping things clear and open to what might get in your way. Because if you don't acknowledge these things, what's going to happen is you'll put your post-it note up and you will not realize what it is that's in your way and you just won't do it. So be honest with yourself. Is there a mindset that's holding you back? Do you think maybe I really can't achieve this goal even though you want to? Or is there any fear involved? Is there a task that's going to stump you whether you need to do research on that task or get some help or collaborate with someone? There's also roadblocks like financial restrictions, that there's some part of this goal that you've paused on because you're waiting for the finances to be able to fund that part of the project. A huge one I hear from everyone too in the summer is our kids, and we love them dearly, but they do need attention, and some of us have set up some bad habits with our kids as far as what the kids can do for themselves or what our expect expectations are with what they contribute to the household and the family. So sometimes that gets in our way as well. But I want you to write all those things down and just kind of set them aside for now. We're probably going to address a lot of these issues in the next two episodes. Then the third step, I want you to write down an action list of tasks that need to be completed for this goal. Start out, I'm a big fan of, of a brain dump. Write down anything and everything that could be an action you could take that would help you move towards this goal. Um, it really is important that your goal is very specific. If you're just saying, I wanna be more present as a mom this summer, that's gonna be really hard to tell at the end of the summer if you have in fact done that or not. So really pick something specific. Um, a different way to word that might be, I want to spend two half hour segments of one-on-one -on -one time with each child each week. 
that is really easy to know. Did you do that or did you not do that? Did you achieve that goal? So whatever the task is or whatever the goal is, just make sure it's very clear and that will make it easier to write down your action list of tasks that you need to do in order to reach your goal. This is another step that if you write down some and then you're kind of stuck, I'd be happy to help you. Just reach out via email at robin at Women's Business Workshop and we can work through that. So after you have your goal, you've posted it. Send me a picture. I'd love to see it or post it on, tag us on Instagram or Facebook with your post-it note goal. I'd love to see it. Then you're going to write down what were your roadblocks that could come into play and then also your action steps that you're going to need to take. So this is regular goal setting that I do with a lot of my clients. So you're really going to have to be strategic with your time and energy this summer. So it's not just regular goal setting. We've got, you know, we've got the pool to contend with. <laughs> we have the beach. We have cookouts. Uh, we're really going to have to be focused. We all choose, for the most part, how we spend our 24 hours each day. I want you to take some time and look at how are you spending your time and what are your distractions. A thing I love to do with clients is a distraction audit. I want you to take two days that you are working, and this would be a great thing actually to do before the kids are out of school if you can. Take a post-it note and stick it on your laptop or your desk or your notebook or whatever, wherever you're working and bring it with you whenever you're working. Once you sit down to work on a task, I want you to write down anything that either stops you from the task or redirects your attention. For example, you might be working on a blog post and your phone rings. So you stop your mid-thought and turn and look at your phone to see who is on the phone. So first off, that's getting a phone call distracted you. Now, if you answer it or not, that's a whole nother level of distraction. It could also be client emergencies, things with the kids. Uh, you get bored. I mean, that happens, especially if you're doing a task you don't really enjoy. Uh, how many times are you entering your financials and you find yourself on Facebook or talking with a friend or in the laundry room? Write down anytime you come across one of these distractions and anything redirects your attention. Write down what it was. Then throughout your day, anytime one of those things happens, either write it down or give a tally mark if you've already listed it. This even includes when it's time for lunch and you are just kind of gazing into the fridge, wandering around the kitchen instead of going and getting your lunch and eating. Now, this is different than time that you have planned for breaks or self-care. That's different than distractions. If you plan to work for an hour and then go take a walk and then come back to your work, that walk is not a distraction. That's actually healthy and very smart. I want you to focus on the things you did not plan for that are taking away your attention. Once you see those things, it's going to be a lot easier to prevent them. Awareness is usually the first step. Some of them are out of your control. If your kids are at school and school calls, you need to answer that call, obviously. But there's a lot of things that if we're really honest with ourselves, we're letting these things come into our lives as a distraction and we're not fighting them or preventing them because we kind of like being distracted from our work for a little while. 
But in the summer, if you only have an hour to work every day or maybe four hours to work and you usually work six, you are not going to have time for scrolling and all that other stuff. You are going to have to figure it into your plan for your day. So I have a few hacks for you guys and a few little tips that might help you throughout summer planning for your day. A strategy that I give to the Impact Mastermind group I host is to put a post-it on your laptop, not with your goal, but with your next one thing you're going to do. I actually even have post-its that I give them with that on it. My one thing. It is the next step on your action list that you have to complete. It's not the big goal because that feels intimidating. It's not a list of 10 things you need to complete. It's one thing. And then when you finish that one thing, you can cross it off and write one other thing, but it is just one thing. If you put it on your laptop or wherever you work, you will be amazed at how often you find yourself not working on that one thing. Yes, we need to work with our clients. Yes, we need to provide top level service. If we have a coaching call, we're doing the coaching call. We're not working on the one thing. However, we have a lot of little slivers of time in our day when we could get those little things done. So put a post-it with your one thing you're working on. So when you find yourself with extra time or time in between appointments, you are going to work on that one thing. Another thing that works really great is setting a timer. And if you need to work on a project you don't like, it's a really helpful timer for maybe 15, 20 minutes, a shorter amount of time that you can work. A lot of times you're going to keep working after the timer goes off. When we do our co-working calls, we'll set it for a certain amount of time. And when we get there, everyone wants to continue because we're in the zone and we're working really hard. So set a timer, but give yourself permission to keep going if you need to. On that same note, phone reminders are great. If there's something you need to work on, self, give yourself a reminder. The other thing that is super powerful in the summer is to map out your day ahead of time. And we are going to get to this in more depth in the next episode. But taking time in the summer to map out when you're going to work and what specifically you're working on during that time is really helpful. So that when kids or family members come to you, you have your schedule, you can post it on the fridge, you can have it on your door. So they see up during this time, mom is working on this. We'll talk um, in a future episode about how to get your kids to respect that schedule and that note on the door. But for now, if you don't map it out, you can't expect them to know not to interrupt you if you haven't already done that yourself. So you need to plan out your day ahead of time so that you can give the expectations to your family. They, don't, they can't read your mind. They don't know when you're at your computer, whether you're scrolling or whether you're doing something important. So we need to set those standards ourselves. So either the night before or that morning, map out your day ahead of time. There's a great planning sheet pad that I listed in the group. I'll put it in the show notes where it is a tear away every day. It's great for people who want pen and paper, but it gives you hourly to plan out your day and then your top three to-do lists, which I love, and a couple other different features. But it's really nice because you can just tear it off every day. You don't have to carry around a big planner with you. You can just keep sheet of paper with you. So map out your day ahead of time. Another thing that really works well is some kind of accountability. 
whether that's you have a business friend and you guys touch base on the phone, maybe really early in the morning at like 6 a.m. every Tuesday morning and you go over your goals for the week, or it's someone that you can meet for coffee once a week, or you're in some kind of mastermind group, find someone else in business that can help you stay accountable. That can be really huge to stay on your goals and your action list. Another thing about goals, if they are not fun or you do not enjoy them, you have a much lower chance of actually completing these goals. So give yourself some kind of reward. It doesn't have to be expensive. It could be give it, letting yourself go for a walk. It could be leaving early for the pool if you get this done by a certain time. It could even be a long-term reward for your goal. However, I find most of us seem to respond better with short, quick rewards. Something that I heard on another podcast that I just love, and I've been saying it for years now, is I'm not doing that right now. I have put it on a post-it and put it on the wash machine or put it on the dishwasher or anything that is a distraction. That way, when you find yourself starting to do the dishes, you'll see that post-it that says, I'm not doing that right now. Here's a little mom tip. Make sure you take it off before your kids get home because you don't want them saying the same thing about emptying the dishwasher or switching the laundry. But for you, while you're working, telling yourself, I'm not doing that right now can be really powerful. When you find yourself distracted, tell yourself, I'm not doing that right now and get back to what you're supposed to be working on. We all know about the do not disturb feature on our phone. I don't think we use it near often enough. Even when you have it on silent, it still lights up. You still see things. It still vibrates. Use the do not disturb. And the last tip I'm going to share for today is to just have one tab open at a time. Now, I usually have about, I'm not going to say, but I usually have a lot of tabs open. But if I need to focus, Trust me, I'm not closing all those tabs. They're going to stay there. They all have a very important purpose. That's how I remember things. So those tabs are going to stay put, but I am going to open a fresh one and minimize the cluttered one and just have my one tab open that I'm working on a project because then I'm going to be less tempted for my eyes to scan all the different tabs and think, oh, that would be a lot easier to work on. I think I'm going to work on that instead, but to just focus on my one tab. I hope these little tips and hacks were useful to you, and really you can use them all year long, but I think it's important to give yourself some ways to set yourself up to be successful for summer. My biggest takeaway for you guys is don't wing it in the summer. If you want to wing your day off, go for it. But make sure you've planned for the day off. Make sure you've planned for your work days. It actually gives you so much more freedom for the summer to do the things you value and the things you enjoy. So don't wing it. Our next episode is going to be when do we work in summer? How do we set up our office hours? And how do we set up expectations for clients our family, that we can be productive and accountable for the summer. There is a worksheet that goes along with this goal setting, and you can find it in the free download summer quick book. If you go to bit.ly slash summer quick bit.ly slash summer quick you can download that little mini workbook for free. 
included in there is the worksheet for this episode, also the worksheet for creating your office hours for the summer. There are also activity lists for kids from toddlers to teens, activities that they can do on their own, a sheet you can give them, and it's a lot of fun summer activities. Some of them are throwback to things that we did in the 80s, just some good summer fun and also some academic things that you can give them that checklist and say, go find something on there to do. That free download you can get off the show notes as well. All right, well, we'll see you guys for the next episode.